This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. Let's start with NME Magazine, and uh, we've got we've got a couple of a couple of weird stories actually this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting off with uh, a recent kind of thing that happened at the Libertines concert. You can explain. A man was reportedly found with thirty-eight stolen mobile phones stuffed down his trousers at the Libertines concert in Birmingham earlier this week. The band are currently embarking on their first arena tour of the UK following their recent reunion and new album with their Birmingham show last Wednesday night, allegedly the target of suspected thieves, according to police. As the Press Association reports, West Midlands police arrested a 30-year-old man at the gig along with another man of the same age. Reports state that one of the men had a total of 38 phones stuffed down his trousers, Both individuals were allegedly seen with their trousers taped at the bottom of their legs. Fans who believe they'd have had their uh, phones stolen have been instructed to contact the police. The arrest came after thieves were believed to have previously targeted the Libertines Manchester show. Inspector Gareth Morris said of the news... It's an unfortunate reality that large crowds at concerts such as this make rich pickings for career criminals. We're hot on the heels of these offenders, but you can also reduce your chances of falling victim to such crimes by remaining extra vigilant while attending busy events. It's just, you know, it was just a weird one to actually read this morning. You know, man arrested after finding eight, uh, 38 mobile phones down his pants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the fact that they had taped their trousers up at the bottom. Yeah, that's, that's my favourite bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I favorite. mean, it's awful. It is truly awful. Imagine mm. actually going to something like that where you know people are going to be having fun and, and then ruining their nights. Yeah, it's mean, isn't it? Really mean. mean. I don't mm. like it. I don't like it at all, Nina. Um, anyway, still, career move, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> anything could happen. Watch out, Glastonbury. Yes, absolutely. No. <laughs> um, anyway, listen, let's move on to our next story. And this is another strange one because I wouldn't admit this. Um, but yes, it's uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Apparently, <laughs> they asked David Bowie to uh, produce their album a number of times. Red Hot Chili Peppers frontman Anthony Kiedis has revealed that David Bowie turned down the chance to work with his band on more than one occasion. It was recently reported that Bowie rejected an offer from Coldplay to work together and now it turns out he did the same to Red Hot Chili Peppers too. Kiedis recalled, Every record we ever made, we had the band discussion. Who should we get to produce this record? I don't know, we have to try someone new. Let's get David Bowie. OK, let's call him. So in the beginning, we would call him and he would say no respectfully. Then later, we would write long emails explaining everything and why it was time for us to really get our ships on. And he always respectfully declined. For two minutes, I was heartbroken. And then I would hear Chad Smith, the drummer, play drums. And I'd be like, we're good. We could do something else. We asked him to produce 2002 album, by the way. And then we asked him again for our next record, which was uh, the 2006 LP Stadium Arcadium. He said no to us two or three times. But his mate, Brian Eno, who we've been asking our entire career to produce a record for us, has said no eight times. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you completely. It's just I would not admit loser. to it either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a kind of nothing Funny. story. It's, it almost feels, when I was reading it, it almost felt kind of like um, we're jumping on the 
uh, David Bowie association wagon, mm. you know, mm-hmm. since his die since his death. Um you know, there seems to be so many people that are coming out with, with kind of really pointless stories that actually mean nothing. No, exactly. You know, we I could agree. have done this with David Barry or we could have done or he could have said, you know, and it's just all a bit kind of. But yeah. You just think, well, he didn't, did you? So, so go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go away and let us hear the stories from people that actually did. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's just all a wee bit. I, I don't know. I just think it's a bit cringy, you know, mm. Um, mm. telling people that, you know, we keep asking people to work with us, but they keep, they keep saying no. No, exactly. Like we're too rubbish. But then also it's kind of like, well, well, who knows? Actually, I, I, went, I was going to say, you know, our friend... Nile Rogers produced David Bowie, so why don't they ask him? And then I realised they, they they might have asked him, and he might have. I don't know. Anyway, who knows? Who knows? Who knows exactly? Anyway, listen, we've got time for one last story, Nina. Joseph Fiennes has defended his casting as Michael Jackson in Elizabeth, Michael and Marlon, a forthcoming TV comedy from Sky Arts. Some commentators have criticised the decision to cast Fines, who is white, as the African-American pop icon, but the Shakespearean love actor insisted he is an appropriate choice to portray Jackson. I'm a white middle-class guy from London. I'm as shocked as you may be, Fines said before adding, Michael Jackson, uh, definitely had an issue, a pigmentation issue, and that's something I do believe. He was probably closer to my colour than his original colour. The one-off 30-minute comedy is based on an urban legend entertainingly documented in a 2011 Vanity Fair article which claims Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor and Marlon Brando fled New York City together in a rental car in the wake of 9-11. According to the legend, Jackson had invited the Hollywood icons to his concert at Madison Square Garden and after the 9-11 attacks, when all air travel was cancelled, was cancelled, the trio decided to take a road trip to safety in California. They actually got as far as Ohio, all three of them, in a car they drove themselves, a former employee of Jackson later claimed. Along the way, they apparently made pit stops at several fast food restaurants. Alongside Fines as Michael Jackson, Stockard Channing has been cast as Elizabeth Taylor and veteran Scottish actor Brian Cox will play Brando. It's kind of off the wall but the writing is a delight and the kind of interaction between the three of them is funny and also full of pathos fine said of the tv comedy it's people who are so iconic but also can be detached you know you can get detached from society so it's examining that kind of wonderful and mad detachment elizabeth michael and marlon will premiere on sky arts later this year his, uh, do you know something? I really, really don't know what to make of this one because see if it had been a life story, mm. I, c- I, I, I could see the point. But at the time of Michael Jackson's death, the vitiligo um, that he said he had was obviously, you know, his skin was very, very pale. So it's a really mm. tough call to make, yeah, I'd imagine, yeah, for for any producer or director. Yep, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Who knows? I do like the I do I do like the sound of it though the I actual story. Too. I think it would be hilarious. I just think Absolutely it sounds a bit hilarious. Bonkers. What was Stockard Channing in again? She was, was um, Rizzo Fol- in Greece. Right. Yes, that's mm. who it was. That's who it was. Okay. Listen, Nina. Thank you so much for taking us through NME Magazine. If you want to get the current issue, it is out now. You can also take a look online. It's fully accessible. Loads of great stories on there this week. So do take a look. It's NME.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out 
insightradio.co.uk.